1: Welcome to the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and if I were going to get blown up in a Formula One race car and get trans- transported into the future, I would love to do it with Hovercraft Joe.
0: Oh, hey, uh, how's it going? See? Sorry, you caught me off guard there for a second.
1: <laughs> Just Weird. Uh, well,
0: uh, in my defense, 98% of the time you introduce Sphinx before me, so I was taking a sip of my beverage wait, waiting for you to introduce him, and then you introduce me.
1: Now, Sphinx, you're also here. Um, if you were to pull me into the future, would you want to take my body?
0: Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> because I jump a jack flash, he's a guess, guess, guess.
1: What does that have to do with that?
0: Movie's Mick called Free Jack, Mick Jagger, oh, Rolling Stones, Jumpin' Jack I, Flash. We're doing Free Jack. <laughs> we're doing Free Jack because LBJ hates us, pretty much. Um, and I, I, I just—I'm going to ask this question right off the top: Why? Why are they? Why are the people they bring to the future called Free Jacks? huh. And why is Mick Jagger's group of people called the Bone Jackers? <laughs> nothing. No one's got nothing as for either of those questions. I, I had the, to... the movie is called Free Jack, but no one can tell me why the people they bring to the future are called Free Jacks.
1: I think it's I... because they're hijacked, <laughs> right? Uh, and he, they're bone jackers because they're they're they're. D- they're they're stealing they're jacking they're stealing these people their bodies have that no have idea. bones in them from You're the past talking. to the future You're just talking. for the future you have no that's no and then and then they're free jacks because they've been jacked but then they escape so they're free what, they're free jacks
0: wouldn't it make more free sense jacks. if the group was called the free jackers and the people they brought were called free jacks I thought that that's what they were called. And then, like, the second or third time, they said Bone Jackers. I was like, what What did he call them? What are they called?" And then I double-checked. I'm like, oh, no, it is. It's a Bone Jacker. Is that doesn't like, make te- any sense. Sphinx is sense. like, tell me more about these Bone Jackers. <laughs> yeah, <that's> exactly right. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Sorry. Okay, this is it, guys. Uh, if you're a fan of our episodes that are a little out of control, I feel like this is probably going to be one, but who knows? We'll see. Okay, so free Jack. I mean, the- maybe they're called Bone Jackers because Mick Jagger was boning his wife, who's in the movie, mm, maybe. and he's that's the a- leader of the Bone Jackers. That's a that's a stretch, but maybe. <laughs> Is it maybe you know what? Maybe
1: maybe they were actually called the Free Jaggers, but like <laughs> oh. he wasn't really keen on having his name there, so he's like, let's just call them the, the Free Jackers. Free Jack. Maybe right? maybe they Especially- were called. The Especially free jacker. He's,
0: he's not playing himself in the movie. I'd just like to get that out there. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe he was banging his wife, and they're like, "Wow, that free jacker is boning that woman. He's a bone
1: jacker." And that's no, where that's, the name came. That's from. That's too much. That was no. no that's where um, it came
0: oh, from? Okay. I'm going to try and rein us back in, although this <laughs> tangent is my fault. Uh, so, we're doing the movie Free Jack. Why, I don't know. But, anyways, so uh, release date on Free Jack is January 17th, 1992. Happy 30th anniversary. We're a few days late. <laughs> oh, man. That's why we're doing it. Um, so, uh, budget on this movie is $30 million. Uh, depending on where you look it either made 17 million or 37 million I think it made 17 domestically and maybe 37 million altogether. but either way you slice hold, it on, in, hold on
1: you said 30 million this made? this was this girl no, this the was, budget the budget was 30 million on this
0: yeah oh, wow <laughs> okay <laughs> and it, it doesn't it doesn't make that it bad. probably 20 million probably went to Anthony Hopkins. I mean, whether or not this is a Even good movie. Even though he's in the movie for 30 seconds. Whether or not this is a good movie, which, spoiler alert, it's not. Um, <laughs> it, it is definitely like, I mean, there's a lot going on in this movie, so I can see maybe why it costs a lot of money. There's some big set pieces. There's a lot of actors. There's some not good, but, you know, special effects that That's definitely true. cost money. So I can kind of see why the budget is what it is. You know. To a certain it, extent. It, it reminded me a lot of like Aliens with the lightning special effects, but then you just reminded me that it came out in 1992, which is a year after T2, and now I'm like, <laughs> oh no, this is like this is like 1980 special effects. This is not good. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, they're, they're, yeah. So, James Cameron's okay. not around for this movie. So, so, so here, here's some fun numbers. The Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, do, do you
1: want to talk about uh, our first viewings?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go first. Um, I, I kind of knew that this was a movie, and I never probably would have ever watched it. Um, then LPJ told me I had to watch it. Uh, I renewed my HBO Max subscription because you couldn't rent it on Amazon it, it was unavailable to rent on Amazon, so I had to renew my HBO Max subscription just to watch it, which is okay, because I watched Peacemaker 2. Um, and I watched it, and I finished it today literally, like, I don't know, an hour before we started recording. That's
1: uh,
0: it. I'm, I'm, I think I'm partially to blame for us watching this movie, because I had never heard of it, and then when we were going through our list of obscure movies uh LPJ mentioned it and I'm like what's free Jack and he's like oh Mick Jagger's in it it's great or terrible or whichever thing you said and I was sold on Mick Jagger so
1: that was a bad call I'll tell you the reason why we're doing this movie oh boy so uh the reason why we're doing this movie is believe it or not I've always wanted to see it (laughs) (laughs) and the reason why is I have this weird vague memory of the trailer because for whatever reason, we had recorded something off of HBO, and this trailer played right before whatever that movie was. I can't for the life of me think of what the movie is uh, that, that I actually was watching. But this trailer, I've seen this trailer like maybe 40 or 50 times, and I've always thought, oh, I should probably see this movie at some point. And so as soon as somebody brought it up on Discord uh, and, and it made our list, I said, yeah, we're definitely doing Free Jack. I
0: have a similar story about the whole, like, there was a preview before an HBO recording, and I, I still haven't seen the movie to this day. So the movie was Beverly Hills Cop that I would watch over and over again, and the trailer that still to this day I've never watched, but I could tell you everything about it, is Revenge of the Nerds. Wow, really? I've never seen it, but I've is seen it? that trailer probably 30 times when I was a kid. This is slightly different, but if we're talking about trailers that we saw a million times but had never seen the movie, LBJ, do you remember the summer that every time we went to the movies, you saw the trailer for The Count of Monte Cristo? Yes. Do I remember? With, uh, One of with, the first um,
1: emails I ever sent was to you about The Count of Monte Cristo.
0: Yes. Uh, and it stars Jim Caviezel and Guy Pearce, I think, uh, and um, uh, uh, Guzman. Uh, Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. Uh, I remember it, whatever year that movie came out. Like we would, it was back when LP and LPJ and I went to the movies once a week at least. Every movie we saw was to count on revenge.
1: Uh-huh. I've
0: never seen it. Uh, Dave tells me it's good. I mean, Tush Tush tells me it's good. But anyways, yeah. that's neither here nor there.
1: I do want to share this with you. It's a movie we will also be doing later on in this year uh, for another trailer. I've seen a million times. Get ready, guys, because it's Robot Jocks.
0: What? Robot that just jokes. sounds awful. I just looking robot like, Jocks. Robot like, Jocks. Like, <laughs> I, will, I will say this. I, you might be doing an episode alone. I will say this. Watching, as I'm watching Free Jack. <laughs> you just immediately are I'm, thinking LPJ and well, as I'm how do you want to kill him? As, as I'm watching Free Jack, and it's not a short movie. It's, it's, not, it's not short. Oh my I mean, it's God, not, it's not short. It's, it's way too long. Um, and I'm watching it. I'm like, is did LPJ create this theme? Because he secretly wanted me and Sphinx to quit the podcast. I'm like, because we're like very early into the year. And I'm like, if this is the kind of movie we're going to be watching consistently, I, I might lose my mind. Yeah, it's not a good start to this uh, theme here. And, and I'll, I'll warn all of our listeners now, uh, I won't be here next week. So... <laughs> And also, I'm going to throw this out here. A lot of times we do a movie that Sphinx doesn't like, and I'm like, hey, come on, Sphinx, try not to be so negative. Be as negative as you want in this episode. I'm not going to (laughs) hold you back or try and talk you down. I don't care. Um, Okay. So, speaking of negative, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes on this is 22%, and the audience score is 26%. So, yeah, yeah, that (sighs) tracks. All right. Top-grossing movies of 1992 are Aladdin, Home Alone 2, and a movie we just covered, Batman Returns. This movie, Free Jack, comes in 71st <laughs> for the year. Uh, other movies we have covered in 1992 are number 36, Passenger 57, Always Kick Him in the always Dick, Bet on Black, uh, number 40, Universal Soldier, and number 46, Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> How bad a movie are you if you get beat in the box office by like 30 places by Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Just Stallone. Saying. Stallone, come on now. Stop or My that's... Mom or Shoot had a big name. No, this movie true. does not. Even though, I mean, Emilio Estevez is, was Gordon Bombay at this point. Yeah, and he? Anthony Hopkins, he probably shot at least three days on this movie.
1: <laughs> no, wasn't. he wasn't, I don't even know he if he wasn't Gordon Bombay yet in this.
0: I that. think the first Mighty Ducks was like ninety one, maybe maybe even ninety two. It might have been this year. I think it might have been the same year. I don't know. I think, I think it was the same year, fact- but I
1: think it came out after this did.
0: Anyone want to fact check that? Because I think the movie he did right I before this
1: was um, Young Guns two. Nineteen
0: ninety two is Mighty Ducks. What was the I, date of this movie again? This was
1: the beginning. This was January of ninety two.
0: Yeah, it looks like Mighty Ducks it was later. Uh, was like october of the yeah. year so yep so, so same right. year but um it is not this, yet gordon Bombay? <laughs> um this is the uh the same director as young guns too right
1: yep jeff yes. murphy
0: okay um okay so that's that's the box office uh cast uh emilio estevez we talked about playing alex furlong uh mick jagger who we've mentioned already playing victor vicendic uh, you got Anthony Hopkins as Ian McCandles. Uh, you got Rene Russo as Julie Redland. Uh, our old friend, uh, we just talked about Jonathan Banks playing Mark Micheletti, And then uh, David Johansson, a.k.a. Buster Poindexter, <laughs> playing Brad Carter. Which, by the way, like when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, who is this guy that kind of looks like... like uh, Caucasian Benicio del Toro, like I couldn't quite figure it out. And then when I was like finishing up my notes for it today, I'm like, "Oh, David Johansson. Oh, okay. Then I then I put it together. Uh, who else do you want to talk about, guys? Because I know you probably do. Uh, Amanda Plummer is in it. She's yep. in Pulp Fiction and uh, The Hunger Games. And then I think it's Frankie Faison. I remember him from I think The Wire. Yeah, if I'm right.
1: Uh, oh, you that's know what
0: I- the only other ones I knew. Jerry Hall. You know you know what I remember? Uh, okay, Jerry Hall is Mick Jagger's wife that I was yep. talking about. How they were banging and they got the name Bone You know what I remember? LPJ, uh, the guy that plays Morgan, John Shea. I was like, who is that guy? Why do I remember him? He's the guy that played Lex Luthor on yep. Lois and Clark: that's The right. New Adventures of Superman. So oh. uh, that's that's how I remembered him. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so do you want to talk about some uh, networks? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Let's start off with david johansson uh he's got that sweet sweet being in uh the hulk hogan movie mr nanny money what do you guys think for david johansson buster poindexter himself uh lbj
1: he's got that sweet he's got that new york Dallas money Mm -hmm. um we'll go i'll go 10 million because i think he's got some money from from his music career
0: Sphinx. Oh yeah, he's in the
1: that New one York punk dolls. band. New York Dolls. Yeah. New York they, Dolls. They just mentioned. Are your headphones on? I guess.
0: When you talk, LPJ, sometimes it just comes in and out, and then for this episode, especially so. Um, musicians always make more. I, I think it's probably twenty-five million. Two million dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two million. Yeah, 2 million. Wow. So, that was um, a
0: that was not right. 2 million. <laughs> so, okay, uh next up is uh Renee Russo. She's got that sweet sweet Thomas Crown Affair uh, money which is a movie that LBJ and I saw in the theater possibly with the kind of Monte Cristo trailer in front of it. Uh oh, Spinks, guaranteed. what do you think for- what do you think for Renee Russo? <clears throat> she's got that sweet, sweet. She banged also. This is totally where Bone Jacker came from because she banged the screenwriter of this movie and they're married. Uh, so she's got that money. What's his name? Dan Gilroy? Yeah. So I'll say I'll give her 30 million. Okay. LPJ? 20 million. 40 million. You guys are dancing around it. Um, okay. Next up. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, sir Anthony Hopkins. He's got that sweet, sweet being in the fifth Transformer movie with Marky Mark money. What do you guys think, uh, LBJ?
1: Wow, that was the that was what you pulled out of there. You couldn't even say well, meet, go- you couldn't even say Meet
0: Joe Black. Everybody's allowed to do their own sweet, sweet money. So you, you say it. Is that
1: that sweet, sweet death in Meet Joe Black money? Um, sixty million. Okay, uh, he's got
0: that sweet, sweet. That two popes movie on Netflix, um, <laughs> which is pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna say higher, I'll say 80 million, 160 million dollars for wow. million. So, uh, yeah, that's what happens uh, when you're knighted. <laughs> okay, uh, you want me to do Emilio or Mick Jagger next? What do you what,
1: guys think? What, what, what about Jonathan Banks? You're not doing Jonathan Banks?
0: I didn't look up Jonathan Banks. Oh. I, you know, what's funny, wow. I didn't look I didn't Rude. look him up. You didn't do didn't... him last uh, last well, that, week either. That's the funny thing too is that I didn't look <laughs> him up because I was like, "Oh, I'll look him up for forty eight hours," and then I forgot to look him up for forty eight hours. Um, I love Jonathan Banks I too. Think he's great. Like, right, uh, like him and Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Yep. God, he's so good in those two shows. All right, I will look him up right now. You guys, give me your guesses for Jonathan Banks. Then.
1: Jonathan Banks, I'll go. Uh, he's got that sweet sweet, just in an episode of DS Nine that I watched. Uh, money, uh, uh, I'll go t- ten million. He's
0: got that sweet sweet being in the fifth season of Community. Money before they were on Yahoo for the sixth season. Um, I don't have any sweet sweets for Jonathan Banks. Oh, I guess he was in um. The, the movie of uh, Breaking Bad that they did, even though he was already dead, spoiler alert, so it was just kind of anyway. Um, I'll say $15 million. $5 million for Dude. Jonathan Banks. Okay, Jonathan Banks might be spending his money on stuff. Let's do Emilio Estevez next. What do you guys think for Emilio Estevez? He's got that sweet, sweet men-at-work money. What do you think, Sphinx, for Emilio Estevez it's got that sweet, sweet first mission impossible movie where he's in it for 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, have you seen him on that new Muddy Duck show? He doesn't look that great. Uh, I feel like he's been using that money on stuff too. Also, so, I, also, heard, I, I heard, heard, what is, I heard what the they, rumors,
1: I heard well, rumors
0: with Charlie Sheen. Is that that should be a lot right I, there? Yeah, I think I read too that he like parted ways with that show, possibly over like covet. Yes, so. he did. I think it's uh, 20 million. Okay. Uh, LPJ?
1: Uh, I'll go 45 million. (laughs) (laughs) That's close? $18
0: $18 million. (laughs) I was pretty darn close. Finally, Mick Jagger. What do you think, LPJ, for Mick
1: Jagger? God, he's got to have a shit ton of money um i'll go 300 million
0: i just saw mcjagger when he was in detroit for the rolling Stones show and for how much a fucking t-shirt cost for that show i'm thinking honestly i i'll say 450 million you're pretty close against Sphinx. It's $500 million for me. I was going to say $500 million, but I thought half a billion might have been too much. But I guess not. Uh, okay. Good for okay. Mick. <laughs> so we mentioned this movie is directed by Jeff Murphy, who directed Young Guns 2, done on the podcast. One of my one of the first episodes I ever did when I became a regular uh, co-host of this podcast was Young Guns 2. You know what I um, found interesting was that he also is like second unit director for all the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, I feel like there's a big difference between <laughs> the movies he does as a full time director and then the ones that he Peter does Peter Jackson was unit. like Peter Jackson was like get me the Free Jack guy, <laughs>
1: <laughs> get me well, Bone Jack. You know, man. it's crazy to think too if you think about those movies. I mean, he's from New Zealand, but well, what uh, I'm thinking is like the second unit director on something like that probably has a much larger job than a second unit director would normally have because they were filming a lot of that movie concurrently. So you had actors filming some of their main scenes with him as the main director versus Peter Jackson, which is crazy to think because the Lord of the Rings movies are so good, and this movie is terrible. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it is curious. I wonder what Peter Jackson yeah. was thinking.
1: Let's ask him. Welcome to
0: the podcast, Peter Jackson. All uh, right, uh, Peter was, Jackson here. I was wondering nice. if LBJ. I was wondering if LBJ had a Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson ja- from
1: out. New Zealand. <laughs> that's me i'm a kiwi from new zealand and peter jackson Wait. mick jaggers here too <laughs> mick, I was... it's good to see you good day was so not right for new zealand but
0: uh lbj i got i gotta say i'll bring it up now uh i'm disappointed that we couldn't get chops to be on this episode because i always think about yes. him doing him and you doing you and him the doing the like, Mick jagger fights yeah doing like Mick jagger fights <laughs> <laughs> when we'd watch, like, Piston playoff games at your uh, parents' house. Yeah, so. No one's going to get so, that uh, joke except
1: for the people who've no. seen it live. So, some people
0: might get it. Um, okay, so <laughs> I, I, someone else talked about the writers because I feel like it's, there's, like, 18 people listening, and I'm, I don't have the patience Dude, to do I it,
1: don't so. even know. Like, do we even? All right, so, so go ahead, I, the, I, What's his name? Steve Pressfield? Is that is that right? Did I write it down yeah, right? Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess he was, like, more of, like, a novelist. And he did like the legend of Bagger Vance. So Ooh. it's another situation where I'm like, where the fuck does the legend of Bagger Vance and Free Jack like <laughs> exist in the same universe? And I mean, I thought Chops was going to be on the episode with us today. What a dirtbag. So he also did a movie about – or he also wrote a book about uh, the Battle of Thermopylae, which is what 300 was about, which he was on our episode uh, of it. I like how we keep mentioning uh, Chops as if he's a regular listener, as if he's going to hear this and be like, hey, guys. Yeah, there's no way he listens to us
1: anymore. <laughs> um, he, yeah, yeah, so – For the record, worst brother ever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh.
0: Probably why his podcast doesn't exist anymore. No. Oh, oh, shots fired! Sure. You just got bone jacked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that?
0: That's our Do new, that's that our, our, new, uh, our
1: new, uh, our new, um,
0: new icon, our new icon, our
1: our new emoticon on, on Discord. You just got bone jacked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> could it could it could it can it be like a skeleton or something too like saying it yeah it's got to no it's got to be Mick Jagger and then like the camera shoots right in front of his face that's what it means either they that, did that thing or, up, like four times either that or it's going to be Jack Skellington anyways okay so the screenplay is by Stephen Pressfield Ronald Shusett, and Dan Gilroy who met uh Rene Russo apparently but like writers are on set that much question mark anyways Um, And then the music is by Trevor Jones, but I don't think the music is anything to write home about. So we're not going to play anything. Um, Uh, Nope. Okay. so anyone have anything they want to mention before we go through the plot of this thing?
1: Uh, It's based on a Um, book called Immortality Inc. that was written in like 1959. Um, So there's that.
0: I have that. Um, this movie had horrible test screens. Yeah, I did <laughs> like see that. horrible test screenings. So I can't imagine why? Yeah, so they brought in that uh, shoe set guy to try and reshoot like half the movie and add humor that still didn't show up in the movie. Um, besides, maybe Mick Jagger counting Mississippi's was that supposed to be like a funny <laughs> joke?
1: He does have that, that weird lisp. That was kind of funny.
0: Fucking. Um. Yeah. Um. So.
1: <clears throat> okay. The only
0: other, the only other random note I had was yeah that Mick Jagger banged the news reporter in the movie. Yeah, we
1: got was, it. We know. Was we his know. wife. We got it. Bone Jackers. We got it. <laughs> you just got
0: bone check. <laughs> well, you know what? I listen. We haven't got into the plot yet. I to say this: this episode has been worth it just so we got our new catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> should Should we just call it an episode at this point? I mean.
1: We'll just make this a Patreon having... special and be done with it. <laughs> I,
0: I, I think the best is already behind us now. So, oh. all right, free Jack. Here we go. Uh, literally, the first note I wrote for this movie is: this movie starting off with Emilio Estevez in his underwear is not a good sign because it does start <laughs> off with Emilio Estevez <laughs> in his underwear. My my first note is simply. <laughs> I'm losing it. I'm sorry. My first note is Gordon Bombay Bulge. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the the most prominent bulge we've had in the movie since Jackie Chan in his weird pajamas and rubble in the Bronx. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Gordon Bombay was ready for some bone jacking. <laughs> so Emilio Estevez, he's a race car driver. His girlfriend's renee Russo. He's yeah. getting ready for a big race. Uh, while this is happening, we're also getting shots of Mick Jagger in the future. And he's doing a lot of science shit that we don't really understand. <laughs> and he's got this fucking nerdy helmet for whatever yeah. reason. That helmet wasn't saving anybody, including his head. L- literally, my note says Mick Jagger doing some science shit in the future. Um, okay, so Emilio Estevez <clears throat> takes off for this race. Um, he crashes. Which, uh, listen, I don't, I don't, I don't follow racing. I don't follow Formula One racing, but like. Like, why did his car shoot so far in the air? (laughs) Like, Uh, oh, that could that could happen. happen. Like, that's those cars are those cars are really light, right? Like,
1: they're light, and they have that fin on the front. And if it catches too much air, it's like a it's like a wing. It just catches the air and immediately will flip the flip it end over end.
0: So he gets flipped, and he like crashes into the wall. But like at the Instant before his death, he gets teleported into the future, right? And he's like, he's in like some kind of makeshift like hospital thing. And they're talking about how he's like, oh, he's worth like seven, he's seven million dollars, some merchandise. Um, and the people there, I I think they thought he was going
1: to be dead or not conscious or something because he's like, he's he's, he's supposed to be, um, he's supposed to be unconscious and drugged. Oh, you mean the
0: doctors that are dressed up in aluminum foil? (laughs) <laughs> yep so yeah. so they're like hey like no no worries we're just gonna lobotomize them with like this laser but like uh before they can do that like uh, oh, which by the way i did i don't know if i should say i like this but like uh me the rest of us keep saying what kind of hospital is this <laughs> <laughs> um so like the truck the the caravan gets attacked and like he ends up killing some of the doctors with that lobotomizing laser That Um, lobotomizing laser looks straight out of, like, fucking Goldfinger or something. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's true. It was was a Bond
1: villain. That was the the layer of a Bond villain, without
0: question. (laughs) Inside a moving Humvee, I guess, guess, right? Wasn't that what they were in? Or a truck? I don't know.
1: So he
0: escapes... Um, he gets in a cab. The cab driver tries to shoot him for some reason. I wasn't clear on that. That's where we first hear the phrase bone jackers, uh, which you've already heard a number of times on this. Um, this is so- also where Mick Jagger has his face zoomed in and he says, Get the meat. <laughs> so Emilio Estevez gets away again. He goes to where Rene R- Russo's apartment was who is that guy that let him in? Why did he recognize him? Was it someone that maybe like lived there before? Because like he's like I was oh, my I'm, guess. I'm Alex Furlong and he's like, oh okay, and he lets him in. Um but he goes there, um and, and there's different people living in Renee Roos' apartment. This is where they first they first call him a free jack, uh, which we still will never know what it is. Uh, I did get a laugh though, because then he finds out he's in the future and what year is it in the future? <laughs> 2009 which i get it because this movie's from 1992 but i definitely had a chuckle when i was like i remember 2009 and it was not like this so uh, i got married in 2009 i don't remember any of that shit going down um and then like we get a bunch of weird stuff like jonathan banks yells at Mick jagger for messing up the deal we first hear about the concept of a spiritual switchboard which um I uh, it's so the spiritual switchboard this is my understanding like should I just get get into what the main concept of this movie is is that like in the future they're able to hold your like you die right but they're able to hold your conscience your soul your spirit in this spiritual switchboard and then they can put it into another body so you would like still have all your memories all your whatever you'd still be you just be in a different body so that's yes. that's kind of, and that's the people that they bring from the future are the free jacks, and they're like they pick people that they know. They they, they has to be someone they know the moment they're gonna die,
1: right? And they have to be the very location. like
0: athletically fit.
1: They don't have because, to be. They just, they just those are the most sought well, after people.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> and the and uh, the person that wanted Alex's body is very rich. Which to bring this back real quick, so. The scene where Jonathan Banks is bitching with Mick Jagger, there's also that, like, Senator Palpatine, like, digital face thing, right? Yeah. What? (laughs) Looking back,
1: what the hell was that? I got... um, Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't know what you want me to say. I don't know. Okay, so... I think it's supposed to mask the fact that it's... um, that it's That's uh, what because Anthony Hopkins is already dead, as we find out right, right, but you're you will you don't find that out until later, true, so I think, it's that supposed could, to, I think I, you're he
0: was he was at the time that that scene was happening, he was already dead, so that wasn't
1: him, so who was the behind person in his, the cloak? yeah, yeah, that, that was, was him that was Anthony Hopkins no, he, no, he was dead. I understand Guys, that. I, I, I understand I that just, he's dead. I would just
0: like to say... But how is, spe- he wa- how is he standing up and walking around? We are spending way too much time on this. <laughs> it was an illusion.
1: It was a hologram. But it was just his face that was a hologram.
0: But no. it, it wasn't his real face. It was it like a his projection. It's like how he was talking to Rene Russo <laughs> right. and stuff. Like his spirit's still alive. He's able to communicate. I think for some reason they just gave him like a... like. They're just he's just projecting his thing there so he can spy and see what's going on I don't fucking know Sphinx. why are we wasting so much time on this little tiny bit of this insane stupid movie because it was fucking weird that's why anyway yeah okay so next Emilio Westlves runs into a nun with a shotgun <laughs> played Correct. by Amanda Plummer yep um, that she kind of she gives them kind of the information about like the free Jacks and the rich people putting their minds into new bodies. Uh, gives him a gun and sends him on his way. Uh, this is where I have a note, and you'll appreciate this LBJ that just says Ugh, "future cars." Because oh, this God. is a movie. This is a movie where they're like, "I have I such don't know, an like-
1: issue with future cars." I'm so mad at future cars. Like,
0: <sighs> yeah, they're bad. These are real they're, bad. They're like, they're, some of them look like fucking go karts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird too because there's like, I feel like it's one of those weird things where there's like, there's still normal cars. But then there's also these weird future cars. Like, the one that Renee Russo has is, like, a limo or something, and she, like, sits in the back, and the dude sits up front. Like, he's in one of those tanks where half your body's, like, out of it, driving it. I, Anyways, okay. So, Emilio Estevez goes to see Brad, a.k.a. David Johansson, a.k.a. Buster Poindexter. Can we describe the scenery at this time, though? Because he's walking around, like like a city market ish area and just (laughs) casually, everybody is just kind of interacting with each other and doing whatever. While at the same time, there's like a full out gang fight with guns (laughs) happening and everybody around is just like not recognizing it as being anything. (laughs) And it's like, well, that's fucking weird. But
1: yeah, this is definitely is one strange. of those one of those trash can fire movies. Like, yeah. real dystopian future. Trash cans have fires in them everywhere. It's the weirdest thing. Is that um, what you
0: would do if we were in a dystopia? Would you start lighting shit on fire inside a trash can?
1: Uh, I mean, if I had a cook I feel things, like, sure.
0: I feel like I'd find something better, but, yeah, but the we movies know, tell Sphinx, me it we, should be a trash we can. We know,
1: Sphinx, you'd be spending all your time bone jacking. <laughs>
0: Did you see this world?
1: Is there anything else to do besides bone jacking? God, so I guess let's bring this back for a second because we were gonna make our crunch, crunch phrase, You just got bone jacked, but like we're really <laughs> we're really confusing the meaning here.
0: Well, to be fair, the people listening can't tell that I keep doing the jerking off motion every time I say bone jack. I so- think with saying bone jack, they got the idea. But yeah, I'm, I'm still okay with it being our catchphrase. I'm just going to say, I think it's fun. Especially if it's a picture of either Mick Jagger or Jack Skellington.
1: It's Mick Jagger with a shake weight. <laughs> He's
0: just got <laughs> jacked. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm doing is Mick Jagger walk.
1: <laughs> oh, I wish you people could see this. There's a lot of visual
0: jokes in this, or non-visual podcasts. Okay, so he meets up with Buster Poindexter. Um, Who's feeling hot, hot, po- hot. Right, and he gives them a little more detail about, like, they, they picked him because his death was so public and they knew exactly when he was going to die and they don't want buddies, bodies from the future because apparently there's no more ozone layer. <laughs> Which is, like, I get it, but, like, if the ozone layer is completely gone, are people just, like, cooking alive? I mean, like... Pretty much. Anyway... Anyways, so uh, at, th- at this point, we find out Rene Russo is still alive. She's like a big-wig corporate person. She works for Anthony Hopkins. Um, uh, Puster Poindexter is like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna help get you in touch with uh, Rene Russo. But he actually calls the cops on him. Or maybe it's the cops, right? Not the bonejackers he calls?
1: Or maybe he calls the bone- uh, it doesn't matter. He no, they're all somebody. Yeah, they were cops. They Either were way, cops he, he's got kind of a bounty on him.
0: Yeah, because because like Mick Jagger always seems to be on top of where Alex is, right? So he he comes very soon after the police do. Okay, so uh, <laughs> one of that that random diner patron just straight up murders Buster Poindexter.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does. And yeah, he so, does. But-
0: so Buster Poindexter's out of the movie. The cops apparently have laser guns, question mark? Laser um, guns that sound like live ammunition, by the way. <laughs> well, and I, and I guess maybe what I'm realizing later on in the movie is that the laser guns are like
1: more like stun guns. Yeah, I think they're non-lethal weapons. Because they want to take him alive without hurting him. Because he's worth a lot of money as a fresh body. Right. Yeah.
0: So he makes it to Rene Russo's apartment. Hold um, on, before it's a car chase you know on his way well, to renee oh yeah he gets it he steals a cop motorcycle sorry and it is a poorly edited car chase scene <laughs> you watch this scene and it is very obvious that emilio estevez is going like three miles an hour <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like, not great. like like you watch the scene, and he is just like piddle paddling like his way like here, wherever it is I'll, I'll tell going. You,
1: I'll tell you how bad it is to do that. So we live in in, in the Detroit area, and I was working downtown when they were filming um, – Free Jack? No, no, no. When they were filming <laughs> Batman Dawn of Justice or, or whatever the hell it was. Uh, the batman batman, for, batman for superman the batman vs. Superman, superman and there's a scene in the movie where Bruce Wayne is weaving in and out of traffic the way they filmed that is they had cars just stationary on the road and the only car that was moving was the car that Ben Affleck was in and he was kind of you know 25 miles an hour weaving in and out of these cars you in that movie he looks like he's going 1000 miles an hour <laughs> There's no excuse for filmmaking like this. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: was going to say, I'm pretty sure Einstein's uh, ideas of relativity have been around for a long time at this point. (laughs) I think Estevez was probably bone jacking while he was driving. (laughs) Um, Okay, so he makes it to Rene Russo's apartment. Uh, She doesn't believe that it's actually him. Um so. Yeah, which what a bitch, right? Like he's like trying to convince her and even shows her was like a ring or a necklace or some necklace. shit well, what's but weird I mean, is
1: like yeah.
0: I and mean she's how like, is no.
1: that how is it that incomprehensible to think she lives in a world where she knows there's freejacking going on?
0: She works for the company that does it, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> like how would you not know that's not believable? Um yeah, okay. So uh Mick Jagger <laughs> shows up. Um Emilio Esavez steals a champagne truck and another chase ensues. Uh you get that little bit where like Mick Jagger keeps like talking to him on like a laptop. yeah like, Oh god my god. <laughs> and, but every time he talks, the lap the laptop automatically opens itself back up each time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there's um there's a chase scene that ends with um Emilio Eseves jumping off a bridge like a bridge like listen i don't want to get morbid on this but that's how people like commit suicide right jumping off bridges yeah he'd be dead immediately immediately jumps off this bridge and is relatively fine yeah it's like a fucking bridge in new york city bridges (laughs) where like big ships have to go under like yeah his ass is fucking dead so but he is fine He, he has a long conversation with this homeless guy that eats rats um, and this yeah, guy what seems, the hell was that all about? He's got like I, a whole fucking parable about like some fucking eagle. That story goes on for like two minutes. And this, and like he, he, like Emilio Estevez leaves and this guy's like, go get him for long. And I'm like, oh, is this guy going to come back in the movie? No. He does not. He does not. He's just right. a homeless guy sitting in a recliner eating rats that he cooked. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, at this point. Uh, Renee Russo has figured out that she thinks it is actually Emilio Estevez, so she goes out looking for him uh, with her uh, her bodyguard slash driver who, um, Boone. <laughs> Boone's an interesting guy. I wish I knew more about Boone. Uh, more to come on Boone later. Well, uh, did you recognize I, I ro- who he is? No, I don't know who he
1: is. He's the other Agent Johnson in Die Hard.
0: Yes, he is. And he's in <laughs> License to ki- he's, he's in License to, to Kill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have down here like, why does Julie now feel convinced that that was him? Like, I feel like nothing changed, but now she feels like I don't know why she wasn't convinced to begin with. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what what changed things between then and now, and then how is she able to find out? Is it because? Does he go back to, like, their neighborhood? Is that how she knows to check there? How does she find him? I don't know. She says, like, she's, she says like well, yeah, who cares is right. But she does say she's like, well, I know how he thinks, and I know where he would go if he was upset. And then, like, she just goes. But, like, it's never really explained. So uh, she meets up with him. She finds him. Uh, they find out that there's a $10 million reward for him. She's like, hey. I know someone that could probably help. So they go to this club to see Lex Luthor from Lois and Click, the new Avengers of Superman. But like his face is on a billboard and he's just walking around this club. And she's like, well, just keep a low profile. Like maybe you should just like stay in the car because like. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, why,
0: why does she have him just walking around the bar and then sets him up at the bar? I don't know. So 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 he he takes a drink of like this future alcohol, which apparently fucks him up really bad because he's messed up like immediately afterwards. He starts talking to uh, Jerry Hall, who is the reporter for this club question. Why? Yeah. Why is there a reporter just hanging out in the club? I don't know. Uh... She's like she's like, hey, I want to interview you about your experience at the club. But he's like, you know why she's there. She's it's looking cause... to get bone-jacked. <laughs> so, um, so he's, like, drunk, and he basically gives away all his identity and everything in this video. He calls out Mick Jagger, which I thought was kind of funny, because he's like, Oh, Vicendic, fuck you, asshole, or something like that. Yeah, he does Arnold's uh, quote, literally, Yeah, right, from uh, Predator, right? Fuck yeah, you, yeah. asshole. So, um, or Commando. So... Which one was it? I, I don't know, one of them. Oh, so anyways... Yeah. So they go to, so they go to the uh, to Lex Luthor's house. Lex Luthor's character, by the way, is never really explained in this. Like, what's no. his deal? And you know like, what? I have no idea. And he, at first, I thought he was Bone Jack and Rene Russo, but I don't think he was.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say something controversial here. He's the best character in the movie.
0: <laughs> no, I I contend that Amanda Plummer is the best character in the movie. I would agree. Oh, you know Amanda what? Plummer That's was fair. Better.
1: Amanda Plummer was better, but close second was Lex Luthor from The New Adventures of Super- Lo- Lois and Clark.
0: Did you yeah. notice that Lex Luthor had these huge-ass sculpted feet in the back of his apartment?
1: I did not notice. No, they Quentin were, Tarantino, I did not notice.
0: <laughs> they were fucking weird. They were, it was like a pair of feet and they were like 30 feet tall and just in white. Listen, 2009 was a weird time, Sphinx. Um, so. Okay, so we cut to uh, Jonathan Banks and he's He's interrogating Amanda Plummer, the nun from earlier. How he knew that Amanda Plummer had talked to Emilio, Vesta, Emilio Vesta, Vesta, I don't know. He doesn't like the answer. She slaps her. So then she, what does she do, Sphinx? Just kick in the dick. <laughs> he kicks him in the dick very hard. Someone oh, said yeah. he like, he like keels over. Like yeah, he does. I wonder if Amanda Plummer really did kick Jonathan Banks but, in the dick. Here's a question. I know we could ask this about just about any scene we talk about. Why is that scene in the movie? What, what purpose does it That's serve? It's literally in my notes as well. I'm like, <laughs> what's the point of this scene? Because it it tells us nothing. Like, I get that Amanda Plummer was there in the beginning to kind of tell Emilio Estevez, Alex, about, like, what it means to be a free dra- Jack, but mm-hmm. this is the only other time she's in this movie, right? I don't think she comes back. She does not no. come back. <laughs> so um, there's, yeah, there's no payoff to anything in that scene with her. So Lex Luthor is like, hey, I arranged for this boat (laughs) to get Emilio Estevez out of here. So they go. Uh, Renee Russo's like, hey, I'm not going with you. Uh, Him and Boone go. He's going to get on the boat. Which, again, what a bitch, right? Like, now she's not going with him? I don't know. She makes a compelling argument from when she's like, hey, back when you were a famous race car driver, if I had been like, hey, drop everything and come away with me, would you do it? And he's like, no, I wouldn't, so um anyways how are they meant to be anyway Anyway. don't worry it works out um so they're gonna get on the boat the boat blows up uh Mick Jagger's there and this is also where we find out that um there's also people out there hired by Jonathan Banks that he he wants to kill Emilio Estevez more on that later but so they're there no he doesn't want to kill Emilio Estevez he wants to bring in Emilio Estevez, right? You can't kill him because you need him. Oh no, no Jonathan Banks him. wants the him bo- dead. The Bonejackers right? right. the Bonejackers right. Bone work for Anthony Hopkins. They're trying That's to bring him right. alive. You're Jonathan correct. Banks wants him dead. So that all they're all clashing there. Um <clears throat> They fight so, Agent Johnson who pulls out a sword out of fucking nowhere. I was going to say, I was <laughs> going to say. I said this boon guy has a sword for no 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 reason. He uses it in a way that I could use a sword, which is to stab someone who's already been shot and laying on the ground. Like it's not like it's not like he busts it out and does some like crazy sword moves or anything. He uses it to stab a man who's already been shot. He should have when he stabbed him, should have gone, you just got bone jacked <laughs> um, so that's a missed opportunity right there I followed followed by another question immediately after this um <clears throat> Emilio Estevez uh and, and maybe I'm getting his resume wrong, but he's a uh race car driver, right correct, yeah, but in this movie, he seems to be adept at like combat skills, fighting skills yep, like mm-hmm. like shouldn't like like. I, I just kept thinking, like, what if they had just at the beginning of the movie been, like, somehow teased, like, oh, yeah, he was in the military or something before he became, like, a race car driver or some kind of thing that would lead me to believe that he has more survival skills than he does in this movie. My guess is the book probably has him as a race car driver, and they just kept oh, that idea, this is, and it doesn't Did you read the fit.
1: recap of the book? No, I did I didn't not. did read the recap it has of the book. No, they, this is – very oh, to do with lo- it? loosely based on the book. Like, did they just have
0: to give? Did they just have to say that because they use the same name?
1: It's based on the concept of consciousness being transferred to different bodies. That's it.
0: Yeah, but aren't there a lot
1: of movies that do that? Yeah, but this is the oh, book they okay. stole it from, or took it from, borrowed it from.
0: Hey, here's a random thing. Uh, Emilio Estevez was married to Paula Abdul when this movie came out. Oh man, straight up. Uh, okay, so bonejacking, uh, straight up. So he has a fight, he has a fight, a prolonged fight with one of the, bone- <laughs> it's not one of, oh, it is one of the bone checkers, When he, he electrocutes, like, very painfully, um, and then, um, I, this is where I have a note that says, "Man, I hate this movie." Um, so <laughs> this is where I have a note that I made the connection that the Bone Jackers look like the Spaceballs in Spaceballs. Oh, they they do, do they really do? <laughs> so Emilio Estevez kills a guy, kills the Bone Jacker, and then he puts on his helmet for unknown reasons. Yeah, he's wearing the Bone Jacker's helmet. Mick he's Jagger's getting about- ready to bone. Mick Jagger almost finds them, but then like uh, uh, the the guys that Jonathan Banks hired showed up and him and Mick Jagger kinda team up to kill all those guys. Well Emilio saves his life, right? Doesn't Alex yeah. save Mick Jagger's life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like so they're like so he's like, hey, tell me who's behind this, and he's like, hey, McCandles is behind it, and that's Anthony Hopkins. Uh, but he's like, hey, I'm not gonna let you go, but I'll give you a five-second head start, right? Uh, so he takes off. He meets back up with Rene Russo, who's driving one of – who stole one of, like, the weird, like, tank things that the Bone Jackers drive. Real real quick, what was the point for Mick Jagger to give him a five-second start if you weren't going to – if you still wanted to hunt him down? Well, because he's like, he's like, hey, you know what? You saved my life, so we're kind of buds now, but I still, like well, – I still
1: need to bring you in, though.
0: Well, I think he was kind of like, yeah, you know what? I don't know. Why are you asking me questions? Like, I have answers. I think the better question,
1: you. the better you question you should ask is, why are their cars like solid primary colors? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no. They're like
1: it's like they had the, they had the color scheme of Dick Tracy's like car <laughs> they love the, the Dick Tracy movie. Yeah, they're so, like
0: blood red. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And once, wasn't one like yellow or green or something?
0: Something like that. So, um, uh, And so they're, they're not call- very, like, they don't hide very well. Like, those are very obvious to see. Like, if you're a free Jack and you see a fucking Humvee that's blood red coming after you, I think you know to get the hell out of there. <laughs> Just a thought. Yeah. You, you guys are really preventing me from <laughs> finishing talking about this movie, and I'm getting more and more angry at you. Um, so, in the Humvee, they call, they talk to Jonathan Banks, and he's like, hey, come come to the building. Uh, I'll let you get in and and we'll figure this out. So they get there uh, and – Which, again, uh, how do they not realize this is a terrible idea? I don't know. So Jonathan Banks is like, hey, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Anthony Hopkins is uh, dead. Uh, He's been dead for three days. um, And he's the one that's pulled Emilio Estevez into the future and he wants his body but uh uh jonathan banks is like i don't i want anthony hopkins to die because then i'll take over his company and he's like so just you guys leave he's about to die and everything's good but then as they're riding the elevator down to leave he's like hey psych kill them when they get out of the elevator um but then Mick jagger shows up and saves emilio estevez and renee russo because he's still working for anthony hopkins and still wants the body alive. they get in the elevator And this is where, like, this movie is already fucking crazy, but this is where the movie just gets fucking nuts. So they get in the elevator. The elevator is controlled by Anthony Hopkins' spirit, question mark, takes them up to the spiritual switchboard, which I thought was, like, (laughs) when they first said spiritual switchboard, I thought it was, like, a concept, you know, like something they just said, but it's literally, like, a structure (laughs) on top of the building that's the spiritual switchboard. Um, and then just becomes a big room with, like, a computer from the 1950s in the corner. <laughs> yeah, so so they get pulled up to the spiritual switchboard, and they get out, and then they're in Anthony Hopkins' mind? Because, like, he comes out, and he's talking to him. He's like, you're in my mind, and he's like – Which looks like a wormhole from a bad episode of Star Trek The Next Generation.
1: Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's real it. bad. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know where the it's $30 million went. It's like –
0: yeah, I started getting like spawn relapses looking at some of the special effects here. Yeah, it's it's really bad. And then so like Anthony Hopkins is like, hey, you guys are my mind. Um, and <laughs> this reveal was so stupid. He's like, I've I'm in love with Rene Russo, but she doesn't love me. So I thought that if I boned a <laughs> free jack, <laughs> not bone jacked, free jacked Emilio SV's body, that she would learn to love me. Because I had his body? Question mark. Um, And then Anthony Hopkins is like, "Hey, you know what? My bad. I'm just gonna die." I'll let Anthony. I'll let Emilio Estevez pretend to be him, <laughs> pretend to be me, and like that's it. And I'm like, oh, this is the end of the movie. But then it's like, Suck! psych. It's like he was he was lying because he still wants Emilio Estevez's uh, body. This is where I have it. This is where I literally have a note that says, "Fuck this movie." Uh, <laughs> it is. So, it is so poor. Like just how bad it was and that he's just kind of like eh, it's like forget it so much so that you guys read that like anthony hopkins fucking hates this movie he's yeah, like no, i can't believe i was I, in this i mean i believe it um so <laughs> gosh like so then they do the actual like mind switch thing where they both had to put like i can't even like
1: so they, I don't they get, both hold so if, if he doesn't have a body hold on if he doesn't have a body. How is he putting his hands on that thing?
0: I don't know. I don't know. So, like, they both put their hands on this thing, like a like a lightning effect from the Terminator shoots in between their heads, or from Aliens, sorry, shoots in between their heads, and there's, like, a lot of weird stuff going on, but, like, before the process can, I guess, completely end... um, uh, Jonathan Banks shows up. He's shot. I don't know why he's shot, but he's shot. Why <laughs> was he <like>, all bloody? <laughs> he's shot, and he shows up. But then, like, it causes enough <laughs> of a it causes enough of a distraction for Rene Russo to grab a gun and shoot the machine. Um. Mm. So then, like, why okay. was Jonathan Banks bloody and shot? So <laughs> Jonathan Banks is like, hey. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is dead. I own the company now. You guys work for me, uh, Mick Jagger. But then Emilio Estevez gets up and he's like, hey, the transfer worked. I'm Anthony Hopkins now, and I want you guys to kill Jonathan Banks. And they're like, well, how do we know it's really you? Because the process didn't finish. And they're like, like, well, he would know his uh, life identity number or something. So uh, he gives these dumb numbers, and Mick Jagger's like, Yep, yep, you're right, you got it. And then he's like, okay, cool. And then Jonathan Banks goes to draw his gun and they blat—they blow him away, right? Um, so Jonathan Banks is dead. Did you down. guys also think that when Emilio Estevez said the first number, six, that that was actually the only number? That yes. That <laughs> yes, 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 100%. He said, he said, he said six, He said six. and Mick Jagger's like, Correct. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it was just one <laughs> Right. But yeah, because the, the pause and the tension and the mixed reaction, it was so like, oh, I guess it was <laughs> fucking six. All right. So so, uh, so they kill Jonathan Banks, and then uh, Anthony Hopkins, or Emilio S was like, hey, we're getting out of here, Renee Russo. Go put Go put on something better. We're leaving. They get in a car and drive off. Uh, And then Mick Jagger has a roadblock and stops him and he goes up and he's like, I knew if I watched you, you'd do something to tip me off. And he's like, Anthony Hopkins can't drive because the twist is that it was Emilio Estevez the whole time. And they're like, well, how did you know Mick Jagger? And he's like, because the number he gave me was wrong. It wasn't even close. So like Mick Jagger, they were that close of buds that he just decided to let him live. Because the end of the movie is that like Amelia Westman is just going to pretend to be Anthony Hopkins, this like super rich dude in this terrible dystopian future, um, and they like drive off together, which is weird too. Because part of the whole part of the whole movie was like Boone talking about how like a lot of the people are in the slums, and like <laughs> Alex Furlong was like like an inspiration to his grandma, and like you think there's going to be some kind of thing where like they do something to change society, but they, they don't. <laughs> oh no it's like it's like it it literally (laughs) came
1: down to it literally came down to if we get our money we're cool because like that's all (laughs) because if 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 uh if uh anthony hopkins dies or the transfer doesn't complete mick jagger's not getting his money so he gets paid uh Alex gets to go on living, being uh, uh, Ian McCandless, and and um, everybody has. They all have money, and they just go their separate ways, and that's it. But
0: well, why? Why? Why did Mick Jagger decide to like side with him there at the end
1: to get his money? Because if Jonathan Banks won, Mick Jagger wasn't getting paid.
0: Oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So, anyways, they drive off. It's the end of the movie and after he tells him he's like hey he doesn't know how to drive he still drives off in the car so I don't fucking know what good advice that was but um, yeah so that's the end of the movie um, we, we, we mercifully have made it to the end of Free Jack. Um, what, what does everyone else have now that we've uh, we've talked through this
1: I have one role reversal okay uh, Linda Fiorentino was going to be Julie Redland lasted one week in shooting, and then was fired.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I also read that Mick Jagger uh, accepted the role on the spot and then immediately said later, (laughs) that not immediately said later, but later said, if I would have actually read the script, I would have said no. (laughs) Makes sense. And And I think that's the true role reversal, is that all these people (laughs) would have reversed their role if they knew what this movie would have been. And I saw that they said that the premiere for this film was held a month after it had already been in theaters. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. Unless it came out and they were like, oh, fuck, we forgot to do something special.
1: Can you imagine having a premiere for this after the movie has come out for a month, knowing it's a, been a complete flop at that point.
0: <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. I am like, can you imagine like, oh God, I got to go to this premiere for this movie that is certifiably a flop already and I got to go and like walk the red carpet for it. Uh, yeah, I, don't know, I, 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 I don't have anything and I, I, I you guys get gotta... it.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure what's left to say. I I have no words. Sphinx? You want to just rate this? (laughs) We just got bone jacked watching this movie. All right, let's rate rate this thing. Okay. All right, so (laughs) who wants to go first? I went first. I do. Go ahead, do it.
0: Sphinx, Sphinx, go first. I am going to shock both of you right now. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I kid you not. I was enjoying this movie for a while. I was for some reason, I don't know if I was in a good mood, if I maybe accidentally snorted something or was on some or, sort of drug. Were you were you like bone-jacking yourself at the time? Maybe I was bone-jacking <laughs> and didn't realize it. While I was watching the movie and I was driving 2 miles an hour. I don't know, but the I was I was sold on what the movie was trying to give me. Like, I, there was not a whole lot coming into this movie that I was, you know, like, I knew this was not going to be good. So, you know, when your expectations are real low, you know, and then you start to get a little bit pleasantly surprised, you know, I started kind of feeding into a little bit of it. I'm like, okay, there's some issues here, right? Some shit doesn't make sense. You know, Mick Jagger is really doing a horrible job here. But, you know, the dystopia look, you know, the idea of, mixing brain to body and that kind of like i was kind of enjoying it okay and it really kind of became like the last 45 minutes that i was like oh my fucking god like like i felt like the movie actually did have some potential and maybe if it had some better actors and maybe some improved script to make some things make more sense i think honestly the premise is not a bad idea for a sci-fi action movie.
1: I agree with it, that.
0: Right? And I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. And then, like, the whole elevator scene was kind of like, okay, I'm, nope, I'm out now. And it was real bad. So, with that, you know, we, last week when we did 48 Hours, like, I could not recommend that movie. That's a big No. But, uh, you know, if you want to watch this one, it's entertaining. It's funny. It's dumb. It's bad. But I, you know, I'm going to give it two machine guns. So uh, it go, was I'll a go. more enjoyable watch than I think you two were going to say. But I'll, I'll go next. I, I think you're being too kind to this movie <laughs> um, by saying that it had potential up until the last 45 minutes, which means you're saying that an hour of it was a good film, which I think is not not true uh i i I didn't enjoy watching this movie um i don't think the performances are good i don't think the ideas are fully fleshed out like yeah maybe the overall concept is a good idea for a movie but i don't think this does anything with it it doesn't explain anything enough for it to make sense uh Emilio of his character is not interesting at all i don't know why he's able to survive in this future world when he's a race car driver that's like if we made this movie and it's like oh yeah they zap jeff gordon to the future and he started running around shooting people and stuff like that and surviving like i just don't think that's happening it's too long uh it, 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 it i did i didn't i just like there's a thing where sometimes movies are bad but they're fun to watch and i just didn't have fun watching this one um so I'm going to give it one machine gun.
1: Uh, okay, so there's a couple of things that irritates me about your 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 review of the Sphinx. Okay. Oh, boy. Whoa. Wow. Uh, so wow. First, first, first I'm I, going honestly to, thought, I honestly thought I thought he was going to be on my side for this movie. First, I'm going to rate your review. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that something we could do? It, oh, is, it is It is. It is today. <laughs> Am I about to get bonejacked? You're about to get bonejacked. So you went on to say you enjoyed the first part of this movie, right? Mm -hmm. And that you appreciated the concept of it, and you thought there could have been something there, but it just kind of fell through at the end. And then you rated it a two. Yes. Listen, at least give it a two and a half. And you tell people to watch it. It doesn't even make, like, half of our machine gun grade. All right, fine. I'll give it a two and a half. Okay, I'm less less irritated with your logic. I still think you're a lunatic for giving it a two and a half. All right. But I at least understand now it's it's at least what you're saying and what you're rating it are now meshing. I understand that. Well,
0: that's because I was trying to like from a critical eye realizing it's junk. So that's why I was still putting it pretty low. Then don't tell people to watch it. But I, I would though, so I guess it I guess it did deserve a little bit higher rating. Alright, well there you go that's okay. Now I'm less but irritated I, with you. But going backwards, like would you recommend that people watched uh Invasion USA?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I think none of us gave that above two machine guns. Boy, I think I we it. all gave it like half or one or one and a half machine guns. So just saying. You hey, know? this is, this is LPJ's fight, not That's mine, fair. Right? No, that's a, that's yeah. a fair point.
1: That's a fair right? point.
0: However. Like, criti- like, critically, fine. that Invasion USA is real bad. Fine. But it's enjoyable, fine. right? You so- want to give
1: this a two and say, go and watch it, that's fine. Nothing is going to change the fact that I think you're a lunatic for liking, for, for saying that.
0: <laughs> I mean, you kind of thought he was a lunatic before we even started recording this I episode. Did, no, I did, but
1: I did not expect – I did not expect – I don't the, the 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 joyfulness in his in his voice, like when he delivered that.
0: I that I think see. I, I think felt he, he just, would
1: be defeated by this.
0: It's yeah, why I, I had to go first because it, I I, I did I, I knew it was gonna be a whammy. <laughs> what, what do you got for us,
1: LBJ? God, this movie sucks, guys. <laughs> it does. <laughs> this movie's not any good. It's so bad. Like, oh. it's not fun. I will say this though. It's it's like. Watching, I Emilio mean, <laughs> Estevez is essentially Billy the Kid. This, like the way he acts, it's just like you took Billy the Kid, changed his clothes, made him a race car driver instead of a horse, instead of someone who rides a horse, and threw him. Billy in the, the Kid was
0: a horse. Billy the Kid was a horse.
1: No, he yeah. rides a horse. Um, <laughs> which consequently, he has a disguise in the movie that's supposed to be like his outfit in. Uh, well, I
0: guess I guess it is. Where he's wearing too. the coat and the hat. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. and it, that
1: it was supposed to be that hat. They were supposed to be the exact same hat, but Lou Diamond Phillips had already taken it and brought it home with him, so they couldn't get it back from. Him.
0: Uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, Come
1: on, that, man. that damn LVP. Um, anyway, this movie sucks, guys. Don't watch this movie. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's don't not listen worth to it.
0: Them, guys, don't listen to these two. No, this is a, a watch. This
1: is a one. One machine gun movie, maybe one and a half. If you got if you like Mick Jagger, um, just because he's ridiculous in this, but don't watch this movie, guys. Just don't do it, it's not good.
0: It's like, it's like two hours of your life. If it was a little yeah. bit shorter, I might, I it's might be so like, long. yeah, you know, if it was a little bit shorter, I might be like, yeah, you take a flyer on it, you can laugh at how bad Mick Jagger is it and how dumb it is, but like, I just feel like it, it's too long to invest. It's just not as much fun as the runtime is, if that
1: makes sense to me. Yeah. you can find a better use of your time. You can find you can watch Invasion, Invasion USA and w- watch people get blown up and lots and lots of rocket launchers and complete idiocy in that movie, and have way more fun than this movie.
0: This here's what I'll say, and maybe maybe no one will agree with me on this, but I think the difference between is that they're both bad movies. I think Invasion USA kind of knew that it was a bad movie where I think this movie kind of thinks it was going to be some kind of like sci-fi phenomenon. Like, I feel like this movie kind of takes itself a little more serious than it is than the performances (laughs) warrant, you know, like, I think it's like, we got, we got this very high concept idea, which like to Sphinx's point, like, yeah, maybe, maybe you can make a good movie with this idea, but I think this movie thinks it is that good movie with that idea. Um I don't know. I you know what? Different strokes. We've we've liked movies that Sphinx has hated, so I'm not gonna I ain't gonna yell at them about that, you know. It is what it is, but I, I, I agree with LPJ. Like I wouldn't watch this again.
1: No, don't it's not any good, guys.
0: LPJ, do you maybe- remember do you remember who recommended this who put this movie out there on Discord? Uh just,
1: I mean I'm I'm I can curious. find out.
0: How is there not, like, a Mick Jagger or, like, Rolling Stones song in this movie or, like, on the soundtrack or something? Right? right? Like, <laughs> how how could they not convince Mick or the Stones to do a song? He's in this movie. And, that, like, he's not a side act. Like, he's a main character oh, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he is 100% a main character. And I feel like they're like, hey, let's get him in this movie. And then they're like, okay, we got him. And they're like, hey, does anyone know if he can act? And they're like, ooh, we, we didn't ask if he could actually <laughs> act. We We just got him in the movie. So... Uh, yeah, uh, this is a this is a tough one. Like I said, I mean, it's not the worst thing we've watched, but I I didn't enjoy it, and I, I was I just wanted to have more fun with it, and I couldn't. So I wonder if they after the movie ended, they're like, "Hey Mick, will you do a song for us for the movie?" And he was like, "No." <laughs> he just but knew. I, no, but I mean, like, at I, I, this movie, at least it got us a new kept, catchphrase. You just got bonejacked. <laughs> At the very least, I mean, we got that out of it, so. Oh, I have taglines while we're waiting for uh, lpj Oh, yeah, what are the taglines? There's three of them. Okay. Uh,
1: uh, I found out who it was. Who was it? It was those bastards that give me back my action movies. <laughs> there was a sabotage. They're trying to sabotage us. That's what they're doing. <laughs> you jerks. Those That's guys can go funny. get All <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: the taglines real quick. Uh, Alex Furlong di- died today. 18 years from now, he'll be running for his life. I kind of like that tagline. That's not terrible.
1: Yeah,
0: right. This one is not good. Don't <laughs> don't let the future pass you by. I, 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 that I don't was know what all know
1: it. That was the whole thing. Yeah, that
0: was it. That was it. And I doesn't really relate to the movie. Uh, last one. <laughs> Time flies, but to survive the year two thousand nine, he'll need to move a lot faster. I I I don't I don't know.
1: And then the secret fourth one. Everybody get bone jacked. <laughs> Also, like everybody did... was bonejack fighting. Ooh, I don't even know what that would <laughs> be. Yeah,
0: that's, that's <laughs> disturbing. Maybe maybe don't do you, that. Didn't you guys kind of think that he's like? race car driving skills are going to come into play more because they really don't uh, i mean he, they have a chase scene but it's not like it's not like either of the chase scenes is it's like his driving ability is like featured or anything well you know? i think the
1: problem was the streets were so filled with gangs and like bazaars that <laughs> nobody could get anywhere
0: well, it's hard to go it's hard to like move around in those giant like future cars but, yeah, and the so open-air like, markets Seriously, let's, let's just stop talking okay. about it because, like, I'm over it.
1: <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> before we all <laughs> just quit the podcast, uh, we are the last <laughs> no, action not, podcast. Surprisingly, not Sphinx, though. No, no. not Sphinx. It's just going to be you. Week after
0: he's gonna week. Be, he's going to be like, guys, it's time for Free Jack viewing number 15 on the podcast. <laughs> the Free Jack. <laughs> The last Bone Jack broadcast.
1: <laughs> it's called the Free Jack Minute. He's just going to watch like one minute of the movie Free Jack and describe it.
0: And talk no about longer is it a machine gun rating. It's a Bone Jack rating. rating. I, I, I give this five Bone Jacks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. Check us out. Anywhere podcasts are available on GameZilla Media. Uh, if you go to gamezilla media.com and go to the bottom of the page, you can check out our check out the link for our Discord, and you can join our Discord and you can tell us all to get bone jacked <laughs> <laughs> on the Discord. Oh man. You know what? Yep, that's that's the plan. And um Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I quit. You guys got anything um, else? No. Thanks. Thanks, you wanna you wanna talk to somebody more? <laughs>
0: uh, I mean I mean we're giving you're giving him a lot of shit for a two machine gun movie. It's not like you gave it four or right anything. I know. I will tell you, I'm I'm trying to find so at the bottom of the Wikipedia page where it has like the sources, uh from like critic ratings or whatnot, everyone I try to open, <laughs> the, the link is dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think the internet is trying to remove this movie from existence. Somebody tell HBO Max that. Uh,
1: <sighs> anyway, uh, this episode of the Last Action podcast has been bone jacked.
0: But bone jacked! Will be bone jacked. <laughs>